Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. When you support Erotic Awakening via Patreon, you're not only supporting the educational mission of our community, but also receive ad-free, early access to podcasts, free ebooks, exclusive chats, and other content, as well as being forced to be on a podcast. But thanks to all of our supporters. Hi, Dan. Hi, Don. Today on the podcast, we have stealth stolen the patron chat and turned it into a podcast. Uh, Minotaurus and Poppy did not disconnect fast enough, and now they're on the podcast. <laughs> thanks for being on the show, guys. You're welcome. Hey. Mind if I get Michael? That's fine with me. If you need backup, you better grab backup. That's a good <laughs> I idea. Think he'd be mad at me if I did this and he wasn't part of it. He'd, he'd probably awesome. Feel... Great. Grab him. I might like that, though, but I'll be right back. <laughs> so before we get into that, though, Dawn, uh, I do want to mention real quickly, this is going to be last minute, that if you are listening to the show when it comes out, a couple days after that, you can see us at the 2022 Kinky Carnival at Apex. So, which is in Phoenix, Arizona, on November 12th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So, I'll have a booth set up. We'll be selling our books, our newest book, Hearts and Collars. We'll have Kickstarter cards. I'll have some hooded blankets and things like that. So, so this show is coming out on Thursday. The... Kinky Carnival is on the Saturday after that. So, yeah, so just you only got a couple of days notice on that one. But that doesn't mean that you can't immediately buy an airplane ticket and fly <laughs> from wherever you are. There's supposed to be like 30 vendors, so at least 30 that I saw on the map. You know what I did the other day, Don? And we're going to get into our topic in just a second. But you know what I did the other day? I actually not bought one but two things from a vendor at the event we were at. You did. And I never buy things. That, I never buy toys oh my anymore. Gosh. You know what? There's something in the air here in Albuquerque because we don't buy things very often. And the first day we're here, we went out and bought a, a rug and things. And then, yeah, the event we were at, you bought a couple of items. And yeah, it's, it's time nuts. to purge. <laughs> yes, it's time to start to purge. All right, let's get into our topic. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about aging and kink. And, and I'm going to first ask all of our panel for a general age uh, that they are. And when I say general, you know, like when you sign up for a credit card or something, it says, are you between 18 and 30, 30 and 50, or 50 to 65 or 65 and up? So all I want you, to do, you guys to do is identify yourselves in that range. I'll even say I am in that. Uh, what is the range that I just said between? I don't. You said sixty-five and over was the last one. I'm in okay. the fifty-five and older. All right, I am in the between fifty and sixty-five. Oh, you're really gonna yep. put it wide. I gotta like make that boy. Okay, yes. I'm in that so, one too. <laughs> uh, Michael, what range are you in? Fifty to sixty-five. Okay, and uh, Minotaurus. Uh, I'm in my mid. 40s but mentally often in my teens Fair. there you go <laughs> and how about you poppy i'm also in the 50 to 65 range okay so we want this to be a free ranging conversation feel free to just speak up if you want to speak up and what we want to talk about tonight is this idea of as we age in the kink environment and let me start off by this reflection i've noticed that the in general, the average age in the kink community seems to be dropping 
considerably from when I first got started, that people are just getting younger and younger. And I'm wondering if anybody else feels like just because of our age, we're starting to feel a little bit of out of place in the kink community. Anybody else feel that way? So I know we've brought this up during Al, which is um, the Older Women in Alternative Lifestyles group. We've talked a lot about aging and what it feels like and how it seems to be a much younger community coming in anyway. Or is that true? I actually just came across, I just met some people while we were in Colorado Springs that were in their mid-50s and just getting into the scene. So it seems like it's a lot of younger people because of the internet or people that had just gotten rid of the kids and are now looking into right. what it is that they like. I I think we're, we're fairly new to the scene or the community. So for us, it, it's kind of hard to say and, and that our community does range in age from very young, um, I would say early 20s, all the way up to older than us into their early 70s even. But I would say that some of the groups that we're in dealing with power exchange tend, I think they tend to be a little older. Don't you think so? Well, like there's not more mature group, but um, not as many young people are in the power exchange. I just think they're more into open play of making polycule, whatever else they have going on. Polycule. <laughs> but um, people that are really looking for the... Uh, longer lasting uh, what I feel a stronger connection in their lifestyle or the more mature I mean it's hard I feel like you you're 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 dying to say something about that. Or it might well, just be the, the, the bull costume you're wearing because it is a Halloween after all. That might be. Um I th I think a lot of it has also to do with, with the internet and especially I mean you had an episode about Reddit. It's one of those forums where you get access because you look at memes and then you start to look at kinky stuff and then you might find the BDSM stuff on there and from there it's an easier migration over it's not as separated with the internet anymore as it was when I grew up let's say it that way yeah I, I think that's totally true what is it for but what is it for you guys personally, right? You, you know, in general, the community in general, this, but what about being your age and we have age ranges, but what is it about your age in the kink community that you find you wish was different or you love it to be like this or you have a different experience? So, well, not only that, but things we've been doing this for over 20 years, things that were easy for me. I mean, we can talk aging, we can talk physically, we can talk mentally, right? We can talk about all these things, about how things have changed over time or just how we feel being older in the environment. Because I know one of the things that as an older woman, I feel like mm. is we become more invisible, right? And that's a big topic for me that I talk about a lot is that I feel more invisible as younger women are coming in, right? So it's kind of like the men or, or, or even women that are looking for partners are starting to look towards the younger generation coming in. So it was hard enough to find people to play with before. Uh -huh. <laughs> and now it feels like it's getting even harder. 
So anything, anything like that, do you guys feel like it's harder as an older person? You know what? There's, there's some of it. Uh, the, 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 what really comes to my mind is logistics of it, right? You and I were going to go to a, uh, an, an event here in town that the doors open at 9 p.m. and it goes till 2 a.m. And for <laughs> me, you know, I, I'm not suggesting that it's, be, well, it, it, I don't know. When I was younger, that was fine. Nowadays, I don't tolerate that kind of late nights as easily as I used to. And the community, the kink community is a late night thing, right? That the, the dungeon time happens at night, late at night often. You often don't see our play parties get started. Even if we start the party at 8 p.m., people don't really get into playing until 10 p.m. So for me, just that simple logistic issue is one of the aging in the key community issues that I that I have a problem with, or at least I personally have a challenge with. I think that's probably true. And I also think as far as invisibility, I don't know. I think when you're going to like munches and sloshes and coffees and this, I don't really think it matters that much. Everybody's pretty open and willing to talk and chat. But I guess when it comes to more like at Kiki College or at the dungeon, um, I think people, I don't know, do they probably do gravitate to, toward the younger people, um, uh, especially women, I, I suppose. I, I don't know. It, it does feel a little, it's not like I'm out there meeting all these different people. Um, and I don't have a great skill that I can do, like tying people with rope or, you know, you know, pricking them with needles or anything like that. So there's no real, I feel like you kind of have to find a niche so that everybody will come do something with you. But, you know, we're just enjoying it as it is. And that is, that's actually super fascinating to me. You, Papa, you identify as a bottom exclusively, right? Or do you switch? I don't switch. Okay, so for for you and for Dawn, not only are you um, dealing with the fact of the age bracket that you're in, but like you said, right, it's not like you have a particular skill that people are searching out and saying, oh, I hear you're great with rope or you're great with uh, flogging or you can do single tails, right? You're just, nope, I'm a bottom. I like to receive those kind of things. (laughs) Right. I'd actually like to um, discuss this with older women dominants to see if they feel a little invisible as well, because usually they do have a sort of niche. Uh-huh. So as a, as a bottom, older bottom that doesn't have a niche, maybe that is part of the whole thing I'm seeing. I don't know. Well, then, so, like, I was going to say, you look like you're thinking. <laughs> I don't know. For, so how about for us, the top-leaning types, do you guys have niches? And do you, as you become, and let's face it, as we become older human beings, whether we like it or not, whether we think it's appropriate or not, whether we think it's just or not, in general, your average human being does equate youth and beauty. And, and, and not, what's the word, um, desirability, right? Uh, the older I get, the smaller my bracket of people that in general would find me desirable. Do you find, the, like, are you like, oh boy, but I got a niche. I'm really good at this particular skill set. Or are you just like, ah, fuck it. If they don't see my worth and they're blinded by my age, then fuck them. They don't need to play with me. 
I like that too. The um, maybe here, um, I've noticed that the people that do have a niche, like we have this one photo of wonderful photos, but that's his people searching. He, he well, he doesn't have a problem going up to the group and asking if he can photo. They often get distracted. So, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with what your speciality is and how willing you are to talk. For yep. those who are uh, not watching the video, because there is no video, Minotaur is nodded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing there is also, especially if you're older and just as an older person coming to the scene, then you don't have a niche yet. So that makes it, especially when you're older, then doubly difficult. Yeah. And then the other thing is... Um, Usually when you ha have uh, older partners that you're looking for, they're in the scene for a long time. So A, they want someone that is at least as experienced as them, maybe more experienced. And the older they are, the more difficult it gets. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is they usually already have their partner. So you often don't have someone there that they're looking for or they already have a certain group of play partners, so it, it might be a lot more difficult to actually find someone, which then means if you go for someone younger, that is one that is then something that you mentioned before. Do you really want to deal with that energy, you know? That young thing that wants to go for hours and hours? <laughs> I'm too old for that. I can't do that, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, oh, I'm totally down with that. I'm like, why don't you get on top? You know, I'm just going to lay here. Why don't you get on top for a while? Um, totally makes sense to me. The fun part is I just got in an argument with somebody not too long ago about the value of TNG groups. And if people aren't familiar, TNG groups are intended to be in general for people that are aged perhaps 19 to 35. And different areas have different numbers. But in general, for people that are, are of that younger generation. And... She was saying, well, look, I'm 50 just getting involved in the lifestyle, but I should be allowed to go into TNG groups because it's not about, you know, I'm allowed to be old and new to the lifestyle as well. I won't recap the conversation of blah, blah, blah. But the fascinating thing about that is if you are older and new to the scene, people are going to assume that you have a level of expertise already because you're older you they assume you've been around for a while mm -hmm. and i think the people that are older and new to the scene are seen with less flexibility and less i'm going to use the word um i'll use the word compassion that's not quite the word i want less generosity less um less, less flexibility i'll just live with less flexibility than people that are young and new to the scene. If you're young and new to the scene, people are like, oh, you're young. You're new to the scene. No problem. Forgiveness. We'll give they you, we'll give you some grace. We'll give you some forgiveness. But if you're an older person, if you're a 50-year-old male-identifying human and you walk up to somebody and you pinch their butt, 
you're thinking, well, I just saw you do, I saw somebody else do that. I thought that was how we do things around here. They're not going to get that forgiveness that a younger person is. They're going to have to. Better. Yeah, yeah, you should have known better. Well, fuck it. It's, it's a brand new environment to everybody. How would they have known better? We were really lucky in um, Columbus, Ohio, because AIS figured that out. So there was the TNG group for the younger people, but there was also the AIS new to kink. And you could be any age. And if you were new, there was a set of eight classes that um, that uh, taught, I can't even think of the words, but they taught how to behave Yeah, they taught in the, the environment yep. and what different things were and what different vocabulary meant. So it, it was very much you know, for everybody and kind of geared towards the older person just getting in. So speaking of the uh, people just getting in, uh, for the people that just joined, hi, we're, we, I stealth recorded. I didn't stealth that at all. I said, hey, we're doing a podcast and I hit the record button. And uh, the people that are here are the people that didn't get off on time. Boy, that sounded dirty. <laughs> well, regardless. So if you speak up, you are being recorded, just FYI. And we are talking about aging in age in the kink community and what it's like to be whatever your age is whether it's a very young and you know what that leads me to i don't want to suggest that all the problems in the world belong to those people that are old in the mm -hmm. older in the lifestyle because i new was actually people, going to mention that yeah they have their own thing that they got i was going to say with. we could do aging in kink but there could also be a show on being young in the kink world i mean right. they've got their own issues going on right so now, I did want to um, throw out there that um, at Kinky College, I did get to play with someone uh -huh. and that someone is older than me. And negotiations was kind of reflection. It was a reflection of our age. Okay. Because it was like, okay, so, so what would you like to do? And my response was, well, let me tell you what I can't do. So today, <laughs> my left knee is hurting. My right hip is hurting. My lower back is hurting. If I hold my arms up too long, I'm going to get lightheaded. So that means that I can't do the cross because I can't stand up on that knee for too long. The spanking bench is probably going to be the best for me, even though my knee is going to give out after a while. So we'll need to have a word or some sort of symbol yep. so that, you know, to move me, um, you know. And then he's like, well, my Achilles tendon still hasn't healed. Right. So I can't do this thing. And. So it was very much a, a conversation about what we could not physically do. Right, right. Which can be very frustrating because 20 years ago, shit, throw me up on the cross and then throw me down to the floor. And you and I, we do workshops right now. And every once in a while, you'll go and just throw me over something. Uh -huh. and, and I'm like, oh, that hurts. Yes. There's the back. And it is super funny when you and I... Um... If I remember correctly, you and I, when we ran for the, the power exchange title, we said, okay, there's going to be situations where I want you to kneel for me. So here's the sneaky logistical aspect of how I'll help you down to your knees and, right. you'll, and I'll help you back up without it look like you're an old person with bad <laughs> knees or something. <laughs> that was most of the conversation. Now, then, here's what the we, then what would you like? Man, just beat me. Just here. I'll pick out five toys. Do what you want. But here's the challenge, right? Here's the biggest, the most important part of this is, and this is something that someone else taught me, is you have to resist identifying with being old. That is true. You can't, if you start to I identify with being old, you will be old. Instead, you identify with being 
that there are things that are appropriate for you and your physical aspect of who you are right now. But some of that is things that we can change. I recommend to people in our flirting class, if you want to be a better person, better flirt, then you've got to grow your own self-confidence as well. And sometimes that does mean hit the treadmill, eat right, build some stamina, take a nap. It's legit, right? That your body, if you treat your body like you're an old person, you're going to be an old person. And and I'm trying to say it appropriately because there is some balance to that, right? I'm, I'm the guy who just 20 minutes ago said, you can lay on top because I ain't got that kind of stamina. But but you did your push-ups earlier too. Right, right. Finding that balance. To balance. Do what can you do to take care of yourself? I have a feeling everybody's quiet because no one visited your house for Halloween and you've, you've been eating all of your candy. And you're like, <laughs> and now you're feeling guy. guilty. Fuck this guy. <laughs> no, not for us. No candy. For us, we don't give away candy. We give away comics. Because we will eat the candy. This year, fidget spin. Nice. Uh, but also, it, it doesn't start for an hour. Oh. West Coast. You're West we're Coast. Pacific time. Yep. We're getting closer to you. We're in Albuquerque. Yeah. If you sneak didn't up go to Meow Wolf when you were up there a couple days ago, you should okay. drive back for it. Yeah. <laughs> there are advertisements for Meow Wolf down here, too. Yeah. They, they really are. are. It, yeah. it, we, we spent six hours there four years ago, and I... I would no three hours, and we should have spent six. We should have spent six. We spent three, uh, and we are looking at flying to Vegas and Colorado to visit the other. Awesome. Nice. See, I can't do that because I'm like, God, I'm having a hard enough time just walking to the store and back with my knee and my hip. We yeah, went and walked on petroglyphs, and and yeah, it's it's just it I, just hurt. I end up having to use a wheelchair. We went to um, Dark Odyssey Surrender. And um, I used a wheelchair and actually spoke to a, a, one of the photographers is, uh, in a wheelchair. He had an additional assist motor thing that we might look at getting for my chair. Um, just because otherwise this guy, you know, I can push myself. It's work. But, you know, he pushes me and that's work for him, too. Right. So what, what is your experience with, you know, and that is certainly and now is your let's assume for the sake of the conversation, your wheelchair is related to aging. What is your experience with, you know, a wheelchair at these kink events? Do people, I mean, uh, not only the accessibility issue itself, obviously, but do people look at you like, uh oh, she's broken. I don't want to fuck around with that. <laughs> or do you not get that kind of an attitude at a kink event at all? Uh, I don't think I get so much of that attitude. I've gotten uh, some, um, you know, offers to help when I didn't need that. Um, which is, is something that through various training, you know, I've been told, you know, don't push a person in a wheelchair unless they ask for it. You know, don't, you know, because uh, that annoys them. Like, yeah, I guess I am annoyed, aren't I? <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, I, I had some interesting offers. There's opportunities. I mean, I can be, you know, shackled to the wheelchair. Nice. Um, which, you know, it's, is fun. Um uh, you know, I, I've got kind of a little prisoner unicorn princess thing where, you know, I can get shackled to the wheelchair. Um, I, we did go through the things and yes, spanking bench because cross is a no go, um, uh -huh. kind of thing. Um, and, 
actually, I got too busy. And also he was really busy himself. There was this really amazing um, man there who uh, would have liked me to uh, dominate him, but he was quite the bow of the ball. I mean, his dance card was always full. Um, but I look forward to seeing him in the future. And yeah, I'm figure out how to build a flyer from a chair because uh-huh. I want to be semi-comfy and yet still have a little have a little switchy fun. Sure. And you're hoping to get your knees fixed. which At some point, yeah. Better. I yeah, mean, I, I can walk with a cane, just not far, which right. is why the chair. And, and I guess, I don't know, is that is that fucked up to say the cane is multifunctional as a cane and a cane? Um, It depends on which cane I have. Like, um, I have a beautiful uh hand carved here i have a feeling i'm going to get letters about this one um uh uh which um a a gentleman in ukraine made this before the war in ukraine very cool um apparently if you want a cane from etsy you get it from crane um or just blue but i don't i don't want to risk breaking it yeah i think both of these (laughs) are kind of substantial um uh, this one this is one, definitely that's battle. I would definitely do self defense and all kinds of, but you know, I want to be careful. Just like you know, you start small with smaller switch and lighter taps, and you work up to it, right? So possibly break somebody's bone. So I'd want to be judicious at yeah. least. I mean, one hundred fifty years. It looks impressive, certainly. <laughs> yeah. One one senator killed another senator by whacking him on. They are serious. <laughs> they are serious things. So as, as we wrap up this um, section, Don. Yeah. Any any um, burning desires of anything else to we're, share? We're about actually going to go. In the I want to go around and um, give everybody an opportunity to say one thing about aging in the in the kink community. And uh, Keith, because you started last, I will start with you. Or join um, last. Well, I mean, we don't, we are more socially kinky than kinky kinky, but, you know, we go to events and I mean, one of my observations is there are a lot of people at events that are in their twenties and they are just, they're a different species to me, right? I, I'm not going to be involved with them for God's sakes. They're 22 years old, Uh, but, but sometimes you look at them and you're like, oh, I bet her mother's cute. I love um, that. <laughs> Partly it depends on the energy they give off too. Like yeah. this this um really amazing man in retrospect, he was kind of young, but I did not feel like a dirty old woman. I just felt like he'd be someone fun to play with. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it really just depends on the energy that they give off. I mean, he was a super mm-hmm. bubbly, uh, lively personality person. Um, so I didn't feel like, you know, a, a dirty old lady. Not that, you know, that can't be worked into something. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I generally tend to be more age appropriate in, in my, you know, uh, eye candy. Fair. Poppy? Um, I wish, I do wish I had discovered a lot of this, well, been open about a lot of this at a younger age. So I could experience all of that at the younger age. So coming into it later um, is a little bit sad in a way but at the same time i don't know i think everyone in our community is very accepting and i don't feel like there's a lot of ageism per se super um and i also when you said earlier about you know pinching someone's butt somebody young making that error i don't see people making those 
kind of mistakes in our in our area because when somebody does something, they get called out pretty quick. Um, it's pretty it's pretty strong, and people are the yeah, and and the community will support someone if they're willing to learn, but if they're not, it, they're gone. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what age they are or what it, it just it just it doesn't happen. So inappropriate behavior, even if it's, uh, uh, you know, innocent per mm -hmm. se, yeah. it's just really not at all tolerated. Excellent. Excellent. Michael. Yeah, being a being a more mature gentleman like I am, uh, coming into this late in life, it, it has opened a lot of doors for me. And like Poppy was saying, in, in our community, I don't think for just like uh, play, pick up play, I don't think age has much to do with it. Uh, if you have the right personality or if you, you know, a good all around good person and People like the way that they see you play. They're going to approach you. You know, I see the possibility of many opportunities to be able to play with once us, you know. Of all ages, really, and all types. The way <laughs> we ever being a younger community that's starting to crop up here, the OHA, it's actually a lot more open than some of the things that I've heard uh, from others from elsewhere. Cool. Well, and Minotaurus. Um, well, nothing is as constant as change. So you change, adapt to it, focus on the things that you can do and don't mourn too much about the things you can't do. Have as much fun as you can. Then you don't miss the things you can't do as much. Very true. Very cool. Hang out uncomfortably with us for a couple minutes while we wrap up this show. Don, the People who we say out, we shout out all the time. How is it that they keep up with all the events, <laughs> book news, and discounts prior to getting that shout out? So keep up with all of our events, book news, discounts, and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. That was a terrible segue. Uh, well, you tried. So get, get your EA shout out like... Phil from Tennessee. <laughs> and George from Georgia. George from Georgia. You can't beat that. Head, Head over, over to, to Erotic Awakening. Keep, you can kill it to the same time. We can. Head I don't over know. to eroticawakening.com <laughs> and subscribe today. today. Wow, that was Ooh, pretty good. Yeah. Try to trip me up a little bit. So uh, I got one more little thing for the group. Uh, one little conversation, Dawn. Yes. I read this on Reddit the other day. Somebody asked, and feel free, anybody on the uh, call. Oh, my gosh. This has really been bugging you. It has. Well, it's, I don't know about that. But it's, <laughs> I read this on Reddit the other day. Um, and let me just ask you guys what you think. Is it okay to negotiate your consensual non-consent scenes during sex? And it gets quiet. People are thinking. I'm really hoping that everybody is going, no, because that's <laughs> terrible. It sounds what? terrible, but if it's consensual non-consent, would... Is there really much negotiation? Oh, so, so, well, so yes, of course there is. Um, I mean, you have to you negotiate that in advance, but I mean, it's the heat of passion, your hormones are out of whack. It's like you might agree to stuff, wouldn't necessarily agree to otherwise. 
I would say no, unless the sex is so bad that you definitely need to do something. <laughs> but you know, don't have the hormones going for sure. So. Exactly. Good point. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn on the Twitter or FetLife. We are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. We use, you could use <laughs> the links on Erotic Awakening website for the Facebook and the Discord. Or just email us at Dan at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. Bye, everybody. Bye, Pete. Bye. Stay there. Don't go anywhere.